You're listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. This is episode eight. Yay! The episode that almost wasn't. The episode for them or for us? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while. We had sick kids and then they decided to be sweet and share their funk with us or me specifically. Funk. Well, it was funk, and nobody wants to listen to people be snotty. That is so we correct. had to hold off. That is so true. Thanks for hanging in there, if you're hanging in there still with us. And if we're not anything, we're, we're not, not funky. <laughs> I was going to say we're not snotty. Uh, well, we're not snotty either. Probably not really funky either. A little funky. Well, A little funk is okay. That's true. That's true. Everybody has to have a little funk. A little, little uptown funk never <laughs> killed anybody. That's true. Yay, That's Bruno. for sure. So we finally, finally getting back of the saddle, back behind the uh, the old microphones. Yes, we are. For Once Upon a Time, episodes eight and nine. Ugh, so we're going to talk about both today. Yes, it won't take long to talk about I, nine. I, <laughs> I hear a hint of disgust. I We were talking earlier, and I said, well, it won't take long. And you said, why? I said, all I keep thinking of is men on film. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's my so, snaps in my Z formation. So no, so no snaps. No snaps. No snaps in any formation. No snaps. No snaps in any geometrical shape. No. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's just jump right into it. Because let's not waste time. Mm -hmm. Birth? The birth. The birth. Not not just birth, but the birth. The birth. Which I did put out a Twitter poll. You did. And that was basically asking for people to give feedback on whether the birth refers to just Zelina's baby being born in this episode or is it the start, the impetus, if you will, of more shenanigans to come? Oh, I think it's, I think it's totally, um, I think you're thinking on paper, Oh, Zelina's baby, but it's not, uh-uh. it's hook being, the dark one. So you think it was the birth? I do. Of that's what. That's what Hook I think. Being yeah. the dark one, because the baby, I don't think is that big of a. De- I mean, yes, it's great. It's a baby. Yay, life. But um, I think it's more that Hook has become the big bad again, or now, mm. and so it's going to be a whole new ball game for the whole for the whole town. Or is it the birth of more, the birth of trouble, well, the sowing way. the seeds of discord between Emma and Hook? It could be. It could be the birth of anything. Hmm. Hmm. Well, 83% of those who voted, voted for shenanigans. shenanigans. Because I think if I could sum up season five of Once Upon a Time with one word, so far, it'd be shenanigans. shenanigans. Especially with this double episode fiasco. Yeah. But I don't want to go too far into that. I, I, we can get to that. Well, but see, I think I think if we talk about them both at the same time, a, it it but, kind of it. It's but how like can a, we? Well, they're you, not related will, in any way, shape, or form. That's true. But that that kind of is part of it, right? I mean, they did this this episode eight, which was just like your mouth's hanging open the whole time, and you're like, no, 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 and then you get nine, and you're like, no, and so it's just, it was just, bleh, bleh, 
And like eight the whole time, I was so ticked off. I was so mad. And then nine, I was just like, ugh. Well, you know, I let's 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 push the pause button for oh, a second. Okay. Because we're getting we're it. getting really worked up here. Well, I just and, I, and you know, and that's be- a whole other reason I was kind of glad I was sick, as horrible <laughs> as that sounds, because I was like, I don't want to talk about this. I can't do I'm this yet. I'm mad. I'm so <laughs> mad about what they're doing with Hook and Emma. It's like any soap opera you've ever invested in, Nick and Sharon on Young and the Restless, every time they get together, I'm like, Yay, Nick and Sharon are together. And the Sharon screws it up and sleeps with everybody, and it's like, ah, no more Nick and Sharon. And it's like every time people start getting happy, they have to go and jack it up. And it makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. And yes, I know I need chamomile tea. But um, yeah, it just, you know, it just, it just, just let them be happy for like half an episode. Just that's all I ask. Half an episode. Well, you might need tea because that would help keep you warm. <laughs> there it is, is that cold. too. It's a little chilly. It is, it is very chilly in the Nth Castle yes, it is. this evening because another thing that happened this week is we lost our heater we did this week we did um of all weeks <laughs> in houston it's i think it may even freeze tonight it's I supposed think. to freeze tonight yeah uh, great pets and plants fantastic mm-hmm. but actually it's not a bad thing because we found out that there are several gas leaks in some in a very old house there's some gas leaks in the furnace and the the way that it was installed it was not up to code and uh, there was uh, potential uh, carbon monoxide issues if we were to continue to use it. And so it's interesting because like last week, we heard stuff scurrying around in the attic in the middle of the night. Very like, large creatures in oh, the attic. Great. I got a squirrel <laughs> or a raccoon bouncing around in the attic. Go up there, find out uh, it's a rat mm. or two. Ugh. At playing gymnastics at night, mm-hmm. apparently, go up there, put out some traps, and get up there, and I could smell the gas. Yeah. So if it wouldn't have been, so you got to look, you got to look at the bright side. <laughs> if it wasn't for the rats, if it wasn't for the rats, <laughs> we would never, we might not be here. If it actually, if it wasn't for the rats, my family would be in a unsafe situation yeah. and the end result of that could be bad. So having a rat or two in your attic is really not it's really small in the potatoes, scheme of things. small potatoes and being cold is small potatoes as well. Yeah. You we know, can put, we can put more clothes on. Well, and it's funny because we've all been walking around for the past two days, like wrapped up in cloaks and stuff, just like, just like we're <laughs> living right. in a castle at own time of days. So it's really kind of funny. Everybody's walking around in blanket jackets and stuff. No, it's, it's fine. We're safe. We're fine. It's we're just, safe, it's just a little yes, chilly, absolutely. but yeah, if you've ever heard the Lewis Black stand up about, if it wasn't for my horse, I would have never made it through college. <laughs> That's kind of how we are now. If That's it wasn't right. for the rats. It's been quite the, it's, quite the week. It's been a crazy quite week. The week. And my mic stand doesn't it just seem. just falling down the mic is left like and right. falling down too, as we're going here. It's so gotta be the rats. Maybe, maybe this is some sort of elaborate plot to by ABC to and Disney. Yes. Uh, for us to not record. We are totally on their radar, I am sure. There are so many listeners. We have so much sway, <laughs> so much do. influence. We do. <laughs> we do. If they if that episode goes out, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if that was the case, there would be no more Merida, that's for sure. Well, I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but I feel like there's gonna have really? to be Really there's gonna be more Merida? Well there has to be, Steph. <sighs> there has to be. I'm just disgusted. Disgusted. I know you're and are. poor Hook. 
and poor Emma, and they just want to be happy. And he was going to, they found her a house, and that's the blue house she's been living in this whole time because we've wondered where the house came from and why was she in this house. Well, it turns out that was the house that he had picked for her because they were going to have this future together, and he knew she could overcome her darkness. And so she's been living in this house all by her little lonesome this whole time, drinking her tea. She hasn't had any hot cocoa with cinnamon, which has really kind of torqued me. But she's but drinking her stuff. good people do that. Well, but see, in this whole time, we knew she wasn't really bad. We knew it, we knew it, we knew it, even though she was all, oh, this is, what do I am now? <laughs> the first sentence she busted out with last week, we just cracked up. She's so monotone and so just bleh. And um, anyway, so she's not really as bad as everybody has thought she was, which... I've never really thought she was bad because she can't be bad. She's stronger than that. And that's what she kept telling everybody. I'm stronger than that. I'm stronger than that. Turns out she really is. Let's fire up the episode and get a proper commentary. Oh, because it's been, it's been a minute since we watched, right? Yeah. Uh, So episode opens with David. Mm -hmm. He's going to go confront Arthur. Yes, he is. Because he done stabbed him in the back. He did. He's very sad. And so, I don't know where David was brought up. I mean, I know where he was brought up, mm-hmm. but where I come from, mm-hmm. you knock before you go into someone's it's tent. It's a tent. <laughs> it's a tent. You do the zipper real fast. That's right. That's if you're upset. That's right. <laughs> Slam the zipper. <laughs> no, he goes to confront Arthur. Yeah. So what up? Dude. What up, bro? We were friends. What are you, what are you doing? That's right. All this over a mushroom. A red-capped mushroom. A magical mushroom. The Crimson Crown. The Crimson Crown. I love that Arthur uh, throws a table and says, I'm out of here, but then leaves his wife. Leaves G behind. To- and he's he's running through the forest with a sword. And as I'm to say, Woman, telling- pick all that stuff up. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm telling the kids, you never run. I looked at the kids. I was like, we never run through the forest with a sword. No, Or else she'll fall. And sure enough, he goes, he boom. Sure did. But he did not hurt himself. <laughs> Which really, I would have totally eaten it with the sword running in the forest. I mean, what are the odds he didn't slice something off? And then he and Hook, and Hook has the most memorable line about the... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> brought a hook to the sword fight. I seem to have lost mine. I seem to have lost mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good stuff. Oh, there's Emma. Emma jumps in and saves him. We see this a couple of times. Uh, y'all have seen the episode. I'm just going to do what I do. Emma Please saves do. him. Let's not because- pay attention too close to this. I just want to have it running in case something jumps out. You know how I am. I know you I like to, to cover your bases. But Emma, we see this um, twice in the episode. Emma saves Hook. And... And we don't know why. We think it's just because she loves him. Well, no. Turns out that's not the case. Because we find out later in the episode there's a reason that she's saving him. Well, why would you say she doesn't love him? No, 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 no. It's not that she doesn't. We know she loves him. She's done a lot to prove that she loves him. It's that she doesn't want him to find out that he can't die. Mm. Hmm. So it's complicated. It's always complicated. (laughs) Now, we actually had it brief discussion about that that this this whole concept of it's complicated irks me because it doesn't it doesn't compute you you, it's you either are or you aren't uh, is that wrong for me is that too black and white yeah because i think in too many things have it i not can't be black enough, and white have i not lived enough life to realize that dude really relationships can be complicated well 
No. I think the relationships you've had have either been black and white, but there's a lot of gray in relationships. Could it be that I just don't put up with BS? Well, there's that. Okay. <laughs> but a lot of people do. Apparently. A lot of people will put up with a lot of stuff just so they can be in a relationship. And maybe that's what I don't understand. Mm. I it's don't know. people. People don't want to be alone. Ah, people. Well, but isn't that the fundamental one of the fundamental facts of life? People don't want to be alone? No. People Except don't Zelina. want to be alone. They don't want to be lonely. Well, no. there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. We know no, this. No, she loves that baby. Well, it doesn't matter. We think. She's so Even that was she abandons it to she, go do some she stuff. She does not, we're not abandon there yet. the baby. We're not well, there yet. <laughs> so so another really so one of the cool things, so we see Emma doing all the stuff and saving hook and, and Granny. And it's Granny. And they're back at Granny's and Henry. diner. Yeah, and we were really happy to see Granny in this Don't episode. Blink. Oh, they're gone. Because <laughs> Granny's Granny's gonna lock up. They're gonna close up shop. There's no dwarves. Babies are still not there. What do you need to lock up? Well, I, I what do you what are you locking up? I don't, I don't Granny, know. Granny, what are you locking up? She was gonna lock the front door. You, <laughs> what? I, the whole thing has been lifted out of its normal realm and been just dropped into Camelot. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you know, it's funny. There's we magic seen those, everywhere. We haven't seen those keys in a long time. You know, it's funny. I hadn't even. I kind of thought oh. about it when we first saw it. Do you remember the first episode when Emma went to Storybrooke? And she had the mm-hmm. keys, and she checked into Granny's hotel. She has the inn, mm-hmm. and all the keys have all the the cool things on them. Mm-hmm. There's like the swan and the this and the this because Emma had or she got the keys, and they just showed the key for Granny's diner. We'll have to. I would like to go back at some point and like fast forward. No, not fast forward. Um, pause that and see what the emblem is on that key because it went too fast. But um, Merlin freeze frames him and starts telling Emma things are bad. Trouble is afoot. Um, Zelina and Arthur are working together. Arthur's controlling me with Excalibur and your family's going to die. And then the next thing you know, we see the Charmings tied to trees and hook. They're not that charming. Just that is their that, last just name. Throw, I'm just throwing that out there. They're tied to just trees. throwing that out there. And Emma has to try to save them. She has to choose <laughs> between giving the... Um, the dagger, the, the excuse me, the spark. She has the Prometheus spark. And that's what they want, Arthur and Zelina, to put Excalibur back together so that they can do bad, bad things. Arthur and Zelina are not a good team together. Well, Zelina doesn't need help. Oh, no. No, she doesn't. But she, ne- yeah. And Arthur needs to not be around anymore. Because well, these two episodes solidified my position that I've held for a while. That he's slimy? That he's... Ugh, I gotta be careful. Why? I'm gonna use words that I shouldn't use. Oh, well, you have to keep it... <laughs> you have to keep it G. He is... He is not... He is not the type of character mm-hmm. that I would want my... Uh, you know what? I can't find anything nice to say. I'm not going to say anything at all. How's that? We're going to go with that. He is not being portrayed well. <laughs> no. We'll leave it at that. That is correct. Um, so He's a flaming bag of poo. <laughs> That's what he is. There you go. <laughs> well, he's just so, you know, he's just so... So he's swarmy. Got a, he's got so a purpose. So swarmy. His whole life is tied to Excalibur and getting it fixed and doing the things that he needs to do to rule his kingdom. That's what he was brought up to do. His mission is not fulfilled, so he is a man How on a mission. How sad that is that, though, that you can't wake up at some point and realize that, hey... 
I, no. But no, look at all he's I done. Can't, I can't be this way because you're trying to fulfill some destiny that clearly... It's like he's fulfilling the destiny that was meant to be fulfilled, but not the one that he thought he was told that needed to be fulfilled. Well, and you wonder because Arthur can't not, I'm sorry, not Arthur, um, Merlin can see into the future, little snippets. Mm -hmm. And so it makes you wonder, did he know that Arthur was going to go all crazy and be so focused on something so wrong? I mean, he, he had to have known, you would think. You would think. Who knows? Everybody's got their Judas. Oh, nice. Mm. Very nice. Um, so we see uh, Emma ends up, they, Hook ends up uh, getting himself undone. Snow is being strangled by a vine, and she ends up not being strangled by vine. She doesn't die. And they that remind me a lot of the book The Ruins by Ruins. Scott's, Ruins. Scott Smith, I think is correct. Ruins. 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 They, a bunch of college kids go to uh, Mexico and they find these Mayan ruins and it's guarded by this living vine. Hmm. And that just, for whatever reason, reminded me because it was made into the mo- a movie, The, the Ruins. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just a side note, reminded me of that. Not a particularly good movie, but great book hmm. if you're into horror. Nope. Thank you, though. <laughs> so, um, Hook saves the day and Emma gets them all undone. And so then we kind of just start to see, we start to see what happens. You know, we start to see that, uh, things are getting, things are getting stranger. Things are getting weirder. Things are starting to need to make more sense. And we see that not just for them, for, but well, for me, for <laughs> I need this to start making more sense. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, there's never been, I don't know. I, I was, I've never been fully sold on the whole Emma is the dark one thing. You can change your clothes. You can change your voice. You can change your hair, but fundamentally she was good and it, and she proved to be that. And then the thing that she did, she did out of love because she was good. And then she, all of this is just some big farce and it's just, ah, are you saying people can't change their nature? I, th- I don't know. You know, I think people can change their nature. I know that I've seen really nice people do horrible things, but fundamentally you have to look at their core. And I think, you know, she is a good character. I mean, she's not a good character. She's You mean good person. Good person. Um, well, what about the work that Regina's done? Well, and I think gold is doing. You know, I think I don't. I don't. Well, I think the fact. I think the jury's still out on gold. I think. I think it's easier for. I have to be real careful about how to say this. I think it's easier for someone who's been bad. No, that's not going to come out right either. Regina. See. Okay, so Regina. Regina went bad because of an incident that happened. She had a horrible mother, who always wanted certain things for her, and then her mom did something horrendous to her and so she went way 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 dark and so she did all these super super bad things and so now that she has people that love her and she has a shot at redemption and she has a shot at love again she's good because all the things that made her bad have changed now with emma she had all this good in her and something bad tried to overtake her but she was still emma are you saying is it are you are you posing are you positing 
that it is easier for someone who has maybe been a little left of center, done some things, some things that would be considered bad, is it easier for that person to be redeemed um, and accepted than it is for someone who has been good all of the time fall from grace? Is it easier for which one is it easier for to reattain the level at which they were? I, I that's yeah. Is that I think, what you're trying to say? I think that's what I'm trying to say. I hope I, I articulated. You no, know, that, that was right. good. That was way better than what I did. I think redemption is an is an easier thing to buy than a full-on, complete character change. I mean, we talk a lot about, we tell the kids, you know, when you're standing on a chair, it's easier. Okay, hang on. See if I can do it. Go for, go ahead. When you're on for, a chair. I'm here for you. When you're on a chair. <laughs> you can do this. It is easier. Is it easier to is pull? Is it easier to pull somebody up? Right. Or for them to pull you down? Correct. So if you're standing, if there's a chair, you're standing on the chair, is it easier for you to pull them up to your level or, to pull, or for they, them, to, them pull to pull you, you down, down to, to your level? And the answer to that is, of course, it's easier for someone to pull you down. And it's a great illustration. It's if you a, can if, get it right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's correct. So, because, so, yeah. so someone who's been evil or done bad and being redeemed, it's easier for them to be accepted or given mercy and grace because they were never at that level. Right. And I think people are more willing to see, to want a bad person. There wasn't an expectation. Right. Right. If you have someone who's a horrible person and they do something nice, you're like, oh, because you don't expect a lot of them. So every little nice thing is like a really big thing. And then if you're a really good person, you do one little wrong thing. It's like, oh my gosh, what did you do? Because there was high expectations and you failed expectations. And that's true of, of, relation any relationship any, that's what we yeah. always tell our kids you know we expect a lot of you so anything right. that you do that's wrong boom the hammer's gonna fall on you because we expect so much of you that's but, what i was gonna say but then that's why it becomes so important for for you to to exercise grace and mercy absolutely and, it does. and look at the context within what what occur what has occurred right and try to separate the person from the Well, and I think, you know, Henry has said that again and again, and Hook has said that again and Mm -hmm. again. You know, the dark one is not who she is. Emma's still in there. And so they make a really big distinction of that. With Regina, Regina was just bad. I mean, everybody just accepted that she was a bad person, you know, gold too. And so with Emma, they've been very, very particular about saying that that is not who she is. That's just what she is. It's a situation she's in. It never became who she was. And so I never really thought she had gone full on evil. There was always, Mm -hmm. to me, it was always from the beginning, she was up to something. She was going to figure it out. And when we heard in the episode, when Merlin told her there was a way for somebody to absorb all of the bad or to absorb, but nobody was able to do that. I thought, aha, so this is her plan the whole time. Now, never in my mind did it dawn on me that she was going to make Zelina poof all of a sudden pop out a baby at two months. She accelerated the growth of the baby. Yeah. So do we want to talk about that now sure. or do we want to, um, but so everyone thought that, you know, it was possible that she wanted to use the baby and that's why she accelerated the pregnancy. 
because she needed the tears from the cries of a newborn child. No, I never thought so. Or some spell. Thanks, you know, thanks again, Belle. For, oh, did Belle do that? Of course. Belle and her books. So, <laughs> But you remember, so do you remember when, because Zelina made a comment about never accept onion rings from a dark one? <laughs> do you remember when, um, <laughs> when she was making the comment about, I killed Neil, do you forgive me? You remember, and and um, Emma said you're you're going to come in handy, or I'm going to need you for something, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, who knew that she was actually going to need her to suck in all the dark magic, and she was going to use Zelina as a portal for all the dark magic. So Emma had that plan the whole time. It was never that Emma was going to use Zelina for something nefarious towards her family. She had a plan as far as what she was going to do with the dark magic, and so. Onion rings aside, Zelina all of a sudden starts going into labor at two months, and she ends up delivering a full term baby girl. Do you want to? So the funniest, one of the funniest scenes. Well, was let, di- let's, well hold, let's put a pin in that. Let's oh, put a pin in that for pins. just. I want to put a pin in that for just a second because I I don't want to ignore this particular. I'm I'm glad we're watching this and this come up because I would have forgotten about the rings. I want to talk about you. You talking about the onion rings and the scene about the rings come up. Hooking his rings. Mm. I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. I thought that was a great scene. Oh, yeah. Because they used to represent uh, all the people that he's, he's that he's killed. He's killed. For no reason. For no reason. He was a bad, 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 he's bad, a bad person. sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good? Oh, yeah. Wow. He just gets, I don't know, I think the more we know about Killian, and I swear if we ever had another child, I would totally name him Killian, which will never happen. But if we were to ever have another, oh, if we, we get another adopt. dog. No, hmm. we're not adopting. If we could get a wow, dog. you said that very quickly. Well, no, I just you, meant, no, there's not, adoption's a beautiful thing. I'm okay, not naysaying on adoption. Thank you. We don't, My no. My goodness. We may adopt a dog. <laughs> That's probably more likely. We'll have a Killian. There you go. Killian dog. Um, Let's not close our hearts off. You so want to quickly. adopt a baby? I, really? I'm open. Oh wow! To whatever. So back to life once, brings us. Once upon a time now, um, <laughs> yeah. So he's telling her about the different rings of the different people and how dark he was and how um, he understood, you know, how easy it was to be evil and how far he's come from it. And, and he's, so we, he's dealt with dark one. Yeah, he's been dealing with the dark one for 300 years. 300, yeah. That was his quest to to end his life. And so he has a lot of history with the dark one, and he knows what it means to be truly evil, and he's done some horrendous things. And and so it was a really good insight into his whole backstory, which I know that we're going to dive more into in later episodes. Mm, Have to. We have to. We have to now. We have to. We're going to be forced to. Aw. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) You're loving this. I love this. And that's okay. I love the fact that you love it. I just, that, we just ordered Macy. Uh, did you see what we ordered Macy? Is she not going to listen to this? Oh, because no. Isn't she, this well, a she won't gift? now. <laughs> this is a Christmas oh. gift. <laughs> I got her a Captain Hook pillowcase. Oh, wow. Did you see it? It's awesome. I, I, um, I would have gotten it for me, but I didn't think you'd sleep next to it. Wow. Well. <laughs> I'm not getting Well. Maybe, you know. You, oh, Leverage is a powerful thing. My grandparents, of course, these these this was a long time ago. My grandmother wanted a um, Clark Gable poster. Oh no, excuse me, I don't know what I'm thinking. She wanted an Engelbert Humperdinck poster. Oh my goodness! And she was going to put it in their bedroom. And my grandfather said, "If you get an Engelbert Humperdinck poster, I'm going to get a Marilyn Monroe poster." And she was like, "No, you won't." Scandalous. I know, right? <laughs> so neither of them did. Seems like there was a double standard there. I know. Well, yeah. 
Mm, I'm sorry I didn't meet your grandparents. They were awesome. They sounded awesome. He was really cool. Um, Sounds like he probably did a lot of projects out in the garage. <laughs> he didn't have any dream catchers, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out um, more, like I said, we find out more about Killian's backstory and just the rings. And, you know, I think it's kind of cool. He kept each of the rings. Um, he took a token from each of the people that he did that to as a reminder of what he was. And the ring that he wears around his neck, we had seen last episode when he had given it, or when he gave her the ring around his neck, that was his brother's ring. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about that, about what he was one of the best men that he'd ever known. And so... Forgot about that episode. mm -hmm. And so um, Emma takes him into the blue house. He's like, whose house is this? Why are we in this house? Why are you taking me to this house? And she says, well, this is the house you wanted us to have. And so he comes to find out that this was this was something that he had been planning back in Camelot six weeks prior, and he has no memory of it. And but before that, she shows him through the looking glass the ocean. She just happens to have it dialed up where he can see it from her blue house. Well, because she's going to tell him something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Here, look at the pretty ocean. Just, dun dun dun. Just, just look at the flowers. <laughs> Oh, that was a, a Walking Dead thing, yeah, wasn't it? Oh, that was that was rough to watch. The but the ocean calms his soul. No, I think it's I who what who is not calmed by the ocean. Well, I'm more of a mountain guy well, myself. Okay, that's true. Give you're, me the you're either mountains or oceans. That's well, true. I, mm, yeah, you didn't enjoy driving up the mountain. Oh, white See? knuckle. Yeah, the whole time. Well, it's different when you have a car full of people you care deeply about <laughs> you're and up and down a your life is literally in <laughs> all their lives are literally in your hands well so, the other thing about the ring scene is he informed her that well he or he's informing her that i love you emma swan no matter what you've done which is hugely important because of what she's done yeah and I think that's going to be called into question. Oh, well, yeah. I, you know, I don't, mm. What? I don't know. There's just so much of it. Like even the end of it when it happened and as mad as I was that they're going to pull the stuff that they're pulling, there's a part of me that says, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I don't think he's going to just turn and be all ticked off at Emma. I just don't buy it. I think there's something to it. It's like, it's like when you play cards with somebody who's always screwing around and, and, and tricking you, you know, or like the kids, every time we do something, the kids are like, made you look, I, I swear we can't even look at something our kids tell us to look at anymore because made you look. And so, you know, I really think, it's true. I, I really think at this point, I, I don't believe anything that I see. I don't believe anything that I see. Anytime somebody takes a turn on this show, I'm like, yeah, no, there's no way that that's actually going to happen. So Zelina's pregnancy is accelerated. Let's get back to Zelina. Because this is funny. Unpin. This is like, yeah, thank you. They think that Emma has sped up Zelina's pregnancy so that she can take the baby and take the tears. And Regina's like, oh, that's not going to happen. I will protect this baby. And Zelina says, take my cuff off. And Regina says, nope, I will take care of the baby. You're is on your own. Zelina from the South. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Dr. Whale's there. They that, walk in. That That was a great. That was a great, great scene. Cameo. Yeah. A great scene. Very funny. Yeah. Do we not have any other doctors in this town? And I, 
You know, it's funny that I've not watched I Zombie. Mm-mm. It's based off a of Vertigo comic book, which I've not read, but he's in that mm-hmm. and his hair is blonde, mm-hmm. just like that. So it's like well, it's, and a he, nod, he, it's a nod to that character. For right. Sure. And they make it they make a crack about his hair. You know, yeah. you with your blonde hair. Great and he's moment. like, What? Emma can <laughs> can dye her hair and right. you know, nobody gives her any grief. So yeah, so and then he says something about makes crack about being slammed up against the wall because the last time we saw him, he got slammed into a wall, and mm, he Zelina did that. Zelina right? did that right because he was real hesitant to deliver her baby because she had flung him up against a wall. That was during the uh, birth of Neil, Mary Mary Margaret. Yeah, and because Zelina was going to try Charming, to take yeah. yes, and so uh, she says no, no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> and so next thing you know, here comes Emma and immediately slams him up against <laughs> with For her For no hand, other reason. Just but because he was there. To deliver the punchline to the joke. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was great. And so she does not take the baby. No, no. She poofs and takes Zelina. And um, come to find out, the reason she takes Zelina is because she has this plot, this very, very elaborate plot that she is not just going to put Excalibur back with the dagger to get rid of the light magic like everybody thought she was. Everybody thought she was going to do this and and get rid of all the light magic. No, no, she's going to get rid of the dark magic. And the way she's going to do that is to put it all into Zelina because Zelina has done nothing in Destroyer because Zelina has done nothing but cause trouble. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. That's Well, how that, are you supposed to feel? I mean, she's still going to sacrifice and that's what that's what they end up saying, you know, this is not who you can't do that. You're still sacrificing a person. And she said, "Yeah, but she's a horrible person." And so you didn't get into all this ethical mm. stuff, you know, do is that okay? Does that make it okay if it's a horrible person? Well, no, it's still a life. Does someone that's good even contemplate that? Yeah. Well, there is still that, you know, she's got that dark in her. I don't know. So many layers. But Zelina's done so much. Well, she killed Neil, A. Correct. And she's the Wicked Witch of the East, West, West, <laughs> East. Never, ever say what. West, East, North. No. South. No. She's either the West or the East. That's what right. Is- north and South are good. <laughs> okay. East and West are bad. Okay. I don't know. I'm just pulling that out of my behind. So she's not a nice person. <laughs> Zelina's never been a nice person. She's caused havoc. West, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And so Emma says, let's just make her the scapegoat. We're just going to put it all in her and then get rid of her. Everybody's lives will be happier. And everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy. Will, she's doing it we? for Regina. Will she's we? doing it for Regina. Will. She's doing it for everybody. In her mind. That's just, it's madness. Well, and it's all about good intentions, too. It is, and this whole episode, is, I think the takeaway from this episode is... <laughs> Don't have good intentions. The, 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 <laughs> the path to the underworld is paved, paved with, good intentions. with good intentions. Yep. That's what Jill and I always say whenever we try to do something good. Straight to hell. <laughs> We're just going straight to hell. We... Who was I having a discussion with? Oh, well, JD and I discussed on... I want to say on our fear, uh, not fear of the walking dead, but walking dead recap, we talked about intentions and mm-hmm. there's no such thing as it's, it's less about, um, well, 
it escapes me now. <laughs> was perfect. There's no perfect plans, only perfect intentions, hmm. right? So things don't always go according to plan. Things rarely, very rarely ever go according so to plan. So you can't have a perfect plan, but you can have perfect intentions. True. Well, and you know, and it turns out Emma's done everything that she's done. Everything that she's done is for Hook, and we find that out as he's they're yelling at each other after he jumps off. That he, I mean, he tries to kill himself again, or he realizes that she will save him. He tries to jump off the. Well, he doesn't try to. He it's a bit does. of a risk. It's a bit of a risk. He jumps it's off the of top faith. of a building. Well, he knows she's going to save him. He has no doubt she's going to save him. Even though he wouldn't have died. But he didn't. He didn't know, know that. that. And Which, we're gonna get into that too. Yeah. I mean, I guess his memory was wiped. But still, there's too many. Just that. That just feels like that's too much of something. That's too much there that he wouldn't have started figuring some stuff out. It'd be like okay, so let's say Spider Man gets donked in the head, and he wakes up and he has a concussion. He's been concussed. He was playing football, and he wakes up the next morning and he doesn't know he's Spider Man. He doesn't know who he is. Right. But he goes to put on his shoes or he goes to do something and he can climb a wall. So he'd still have the abilities to do those things. He just have questions. Yeah. You think it would bring some stuff up. You'd think you'd think like the biggest thing in my mind is dark ones have no need for sleep. Now I say it that way because we've never been informed that they can't sleep. It's just, they may, they don't need to, maybe they can, Maybe they, they just don't want need to. to. They don't need maybe to. Don't, yeah, they Their don't bodies need don't need it. They don't need to. Right. It doesn't mean that they can't. Right. So if maybe they'll explain that because he has memory loss, then he didn't know any better. And so he just went to bed like normal. But, you know, he's still. Okay. But so wouldn't he be losing a lot of sleep because okay. of Emma? So we're dancing around it. She <laughs> go, proceeds to. We find out. At the end of the episode. Wait, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, oh, please, they know. It's, it's been a week and a half. Been, if you haven't spoiler watched it yet, alert. stop what you're doing. <laughs> go watch it. Um, so she has done all of this. Every bit of everything that she's done. Erased memories, brought them back, done all this, dressed up like Spike. All of it was for Killian. Absolutely every bit of it. Because when... Um, they were in the woods and he was trying to protect her. Excalibur slashed him on the neck. She ended up saving him. And um, when everything went kablooey in Camelot, he ended up with this wound that wouldn't heal because apparently a wound from Excalibur can never heal. And so it's, even though she a, had saved him. It's a magic sword. It's a ma- of course it's a magic. Of mm-hmm. course it's magic. She had saved him and the wound started started bleeding and she couldn't stop the bleeding and he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And so she poofed him into the land of uh, your flowers, your favorite flowers. And so he was, they were having a very romantic death scene there. And she was like, I can't let you die. Oh, please let me go. I can't let you die. I'm not going to let you die. I love you. No, just please let me, just let me go. Let me go. Just let me go. I'm getting so sleepy. But she did not. And what she did instead was she took the tether off of Merlin to the Excalibur, to the sword, and she put it on Killian, on Hook. And so the next thing you know, he's coming up from the ooze and the cape, and he is a dark one, just like she is. And so we have dos dark ones. You know, I what that would be in Spanish. Dos dark ones. I'll have to look that up. I'm really beginning to see that in the continuity of Once Upon a Time... There doesn't seem to be any 
rules or parameters around the magic that they use. Maybe it's just me, but it really seems that they kind of do whatever they want when it comes to magic. Who? Just the writers. Oh. oh, In general. There doesn't seem to be any consistency. Well, it's magic. (laughs) But that's not what the show's about. The show's about relationships and and the characters. It's not not like they're trying to uh, be accurate with the uh, magic or put certain parameters around it where you would have or certain rules in place that you have to play by because it's always changing. Yeah. It's always changing. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, it would have to be. I can't be the only one that's noticed this. No, it would have to be. There, <laughs> it would constantly have to be changing because, it, it, yeah, it would have to be. So Killian is a dark one, and he finds out about this because in all of her wisdom, after she takes Zelina, after she's popped out the child, um, she ends up in the basement shackled. And so for whatever reason, after Emma tells Hook how much she loves him, and that she's done it all for him, and she'll explain it all, and it'll all make sense. She puts him in the basement with Zelina, which makes no why sense. Why But why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Sure, right. she's got a big house. We've seen two rooms. We've seen, well, three. We've seen the entryway, the kitchen, and the basement. She could have put him in another room. But she still has the cuff. Zelina still has the cuff on it. She point. does. And so she poses no threat. Wrong. She has a mouth. As long as she has a mouth, she poses a threat. Because she tells dear <laughs> Killian, I can help you. Let's figure this out. I I can get all this figured out. You just have to take the cuff off me. He said, well, why would I trust you? And she said, well, you don't really, we don't have, why it's, not? It's okay. What am I going to do? It's okay. I know I'm a snake. But you can you can pick it's me like, up. I'm not going to bite you. No. I'm not going to bite you. Hop on I, my back. I'm too cold. I'm too cold to move. I just need you to pick me up, move me to the warmer spot further down the mountain. That That's all I need. Mm-hmm. I, you don't have to worry. And then when the snake bites you, what do you think What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's going to bite you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to ask, why'd you bite me? Because well, I'm a snake. That's right. That's what I do. It's her nature. That's what I do. So Killian takes the cleft takes the cuff off of Zelina. In the, the minute... He, the, Were the they writing music? Cuff. 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 Um, cuff. No, okay, I don't... Okay, I... Look. I don't think the cleft should the go there. the wrong word. He took the cuff off of <laughs> Zelina with his hook, and the minute he did it, we all screamed, No! Well, you know, it's not the first time he's done that. Well, he's not... I, I wonder. I, I You know... I, uh, it's not the first time he's helped her. I know. And every time she <laughs> screws him over. So this time she... With his, she, with his magic hook... This, well, because he had he had imbued it with magic. You know what I wonder? Mm. Wouldn't it be interesting mm. if I guess magic lasts forever, and maybe because he hadn't used it yet, it was still good, and there was no expiration date on it. Over time, I wonder though, does magic does it wear expi- off? Does it wear off? It's like pills. Pixie, pixie dust wears off. Yeah, wouldn't it be like pills? It's like it's not like it's going to hurt you. It's just. It loses its potency. I don't know. And so uh, we tell you that there's an expiration date because it's not going to be as effective as it normally would. And I wonder if that may have potentially been the case, but because he was technically a dark one, I wonder if he was using magic subconsciously. Mm. That'd be interesting Mm -hmm. to think about. Don't know. We'll have to mm. wait and see. So she poofs. 
He's convinced that she's left him, but she has not. She comes back. She undoes him. And then the next thing you know, she's standing up. They're both up in the entryway. And um, she goes and fetches the dream catcher. And so with the dream catcher and Emma standing there because she's blocked, she's like cemented Emma. Oh, no, she has the dagger. What am I saying? She tells her to stay still. That's no. what, That's how she controls her. No. Yes. No. How'd she control her then? Squid ink. Oh, squid ink. That's right. I forgot about the squid ink. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, which he was going and rooting around the, the house for. Yeah, that's Looking right. for the squid ink. Yeah, 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 yeah. And where's the first place you're going to look? I don't. I don't know where I'd look for squid behind ink. the painting on the wall. Oh, That's oh the first yeah. I, you know, we have got to get one of those. <laughs> a wall safe. A wall safe. Well, yeah, why not? That would be awesome. I'd rather have one of those books with the the oh the hollowed the, out thing. The, in the hollowed middle? out book because no one ever suspects that. That's true. Everybody goes straight for the picture <laughs> on hinges. Yeah. Who puts hinge Let pictures me just on tape hinges? This squid ink to the back of this portrait. That's right. That's right. So anyway, she throws the squid ink at her. He throws the... Same thing. And then <laughs> then she can't move. And so she has to just stand there, helpless, in her voice. And Zelina fetches the <laughs> dream catcher, and we see the whole thing unfold. And we see that she has made Hook the Dark One, and he is not happy. Which is a, a interesting 180, because he just got finished telling her... No matter what. Emma Swan. I love you. I will love you. I'll love you forever. No matter what you've done. Nothing you can do. Except when you turn me into a dark one because I hate dark ones. And I I fought so hard to be so good. We're on the rocks. We're on the outs. I don't want you calling me. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. Well, I don't want to have nothing to do with and you. She, you know, I can't believe him, you did this to me. I did it for you. I did it to save you. And he was like, no. you know, Horse it, hockey. It, <laughs> exactly what he said. But, you know, he had gone through this whole thing about how he had fought so hard to be good again. Yeah. And so it's really, it's it's like, if, it's like basically she gave a, a drink to an alcoholic, ooh, you know. Good analogy. Thank and you very we're going to see, we're going to see him struggle, I think. Well, yeah. Because we have to. We have to. In fact, it, it's interesting because we know how much he hates the dark one mm-hmm. and how much he loves Emma and was fighting for her. But in this hatred for the dark one, are we going to see him hate himself? Um, sh- well, I would know. I would think so. How could you not? How could you not? How, and that's yeah. going to be an interesting dynamic because it's not just him fighting against something external that he hates. He's now part of the equation. Right. And he hated it to begin with. He hated Absolutely. he hated the way he was. Absolutely. And, and now that he's been good, he looks back on it and realizes how bad it was. I wonder how dark his eyeliner is going to get. Wow. That's important. Now I I I'm beginning to understand that. <laughs> you know, and she never turned colors. I mean, she her hair hair went white, but she never got any sparkles. So I wonder if he'll well, be sparkly. Well, she never took life. Yet. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Guy kind of put some thought to it. She had not taken a life yet. Yeah, that's true. She took hearts out, but she shoved them back in. All the other dark ones, I think. Started getting sparkly after that? I think so. Hmm. I think that's the the, uh, 
impetus of hmm. Guess we'll see. getting all scaly and sparkly and turning colors. Hmm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. I, I would question, and maybe I'll pose the question to you, was her saving hook in turning him into a dark one really an act of true love? It was an act of selfishness. Absolutely, I agree. Um, she loved him, truly loved him, the way that someone should love someone. She would have let him die. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe it's too, maybe not being in that situation, maybe I shouldn't try to... Uh, I don't think you can assume. Well, make it, that you know, assumption... If but, you're watching someone that you love die and you've watched people you love die before and you just, you can't bear the thought of not, I mean, she's finally agreed that she was going to, I mean, she finally, finally, finally had gotten to a place where she was ready to move on. And that was a big step for her. It was a huge step for her. She was going to have a future with this guy <laughs> and she lit the spark and that's how we knew she was, she was ready. She was ready for her future guess we should have known. Um, she was ready for the future with Hook. Whatever it meant, whatever came, she was ready for it. And then all of a sudden, poof, he's dying. Um, like all the other relationships. Just like, yeah. every And she was going to be, poorly. everything was, it was going to go, she was going to have nothing again. She lost Neil, she lost her family, she lost all of it. And so she was going to do everything in her power to fix it. And she had the ability to fix it. But the cost was going to be, you know, but, at the same time, she decided she was going to be able to, she was going to do this, but then wipe out their memories. He'd never know. She was going to fix it and he would never know. And so she was <laughs> going to make him this thing and he would never know that he was this thing because she would fix it. So best of intentions, all done out of love, horribly selfish. I don't know. Dark one hubris is what that is. Yes. yes it is. Because she has the power to fix it. She had the, the power to do it. She knew she had the power to fix it. Yeah, it was going to take a lot to get it all done. But she almost had it. You know, Zelina in her mouth, she probably could have done it. She was willing to sacrifice a person. So here she was. She was willing to sacrifice a bad person for someone who had been bad and turned good, who loved her, who was going to take care of her, and they were going to have this future together. And all of this was going through her head. She that's what that's what she was gonna do. And she went through a lot to make that happen for him. Mm. And now it's just all for naught. It's interesting. She has all the tools, mm-hmm. all the resources, but it comes down to the execution. Yeah. And that's where she was lacking. Well, but I mean, if she mm. would have let him die, we wouldn't have had a season five. Or six. Or six. That's right. We would have just ended right there. Roll <laughs> credits. And we're done. That's fair. I'm interested to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Because it is going to be complicated. And I overall enjoyed the episode because it gave us some answers for the things that have been building all season. It has no now posed a lot of questions. Um, some of them are what's going to happen with Robin and Regina and this baby changes everything. What's going to happen with gold? Is he going to step up and be a hero? 
be a hero or is he going to go back to his old ways? I think they're, I think gold and hook are going to come to blows. Mm -hmm. going to have to, because hook has this darkness about him now and he's going to struggle with that. And we know he doesn't like the crocodile. Mm -mm. So something's going to happen with that. I think. I'm sure there's a book for it. (laughs) Yeah. There's gotta be a self help. (laughs) She'll find something for him to read. Yes. She'll point it out. How to 88 ways to skin a crocodile. <laughs> I don't know. It's not you. It's me. Isn't that a book? It's not so, you. It's so there's a whole dynamic between Zelina, Robin, and Regina, and this baby, and just there's there's all kinds of different directions that can go. Obviously, Emma and Hook are going to be complicated. Yeah, we're, the part that it's on right now is where he's just like spewing all this venom at her for doing what she's done. Yeah, he can't. It's just hard to watch. It's like it's like it's a, a complete one eighty. It's like I don't even I ooh I don't even want to look at you right now. And then you got Zelina and her stupid hat we, and her we, little goofy smile. So so it's going to be interesting because I want to see. Well, when Emma also, she took Excalibur and she drove it into the ground around the house and it seemed to put a bubble of light around the house. We don't really know what that is yet. Is that some sort of protection? Um, But it's going to be interesting because I feel like this is going to divide a lot of people because even though they're both dark ones, Hook, it's almost like, is there going to be a team hook and a team Emma? Oh, in storybook? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, think you know, about I it. Mean, because are they, are they... people are going to be, I would think that people would be worried because now they may know that Emma's not going to do anything to them, but they don't know that about Hook. Hook was not a nice person. But then they also now know, and it's going to come out, that she made Emma this choice. made this choice, and she basically wants to murder Zelina. Yeah. And so I feel feel like it's going to become complicated across the board. Well, and I think people, earlier Regina had said, nobody hurts my sister but me. And so she got very go. protective of Zelina. There you go. Even and though Zelina, she has no... Zelina has the baby now. And I think it's less about the baby not having a mother. Well, well, no, it has to be about that. But doing something that would cause future pain for this child, which is technically part of her life, and it's part of her man's life. And I don't know. I think everything has become complicated by this. And I think we're going to see people choose sides yeah. because there's going to be people that want to side with Hook to uh, keep Emma from doing something to murder Zelina, even though maybe, and then there are going to be some that feel like that's warranted and that's, you know, maybe that's what we need to do. And we don't want Hook to hurt Emma. So it's like, I don't know. People are going to have to choose, potentially choose sides. And that worries me a little. Um, and we don't know what's happened to Merlin. Merlin has not been seen since that incident. And then we got the voicemail through the mushroom. And we're going to talk about the voicemail in just yeah. a second. And so we don't know if Merlin is gone. We don't know if Merlin's still in Camelot. We don't know where Merlin is. And so he'll pop up again. But... Yeah, he has just, to because, as you would put it, he's just too pretty to keep just, him, keep him right. away. You can't, you can't bury Merlin. He's too pretty. In fact, well, in Hook an and Merlin should say, have a spinoff series. Ooh, you know. Um, 
<laughs> but in some interview, and, and you know, I don't read these things, but it was I was curious about the guy, and he said that you know there were episodes tell. together of him and Hook, and so um, they were going to be doing some stuff together. So they're tied. He said they were tied together somehow. Well, they well, they 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 both share. They share ma- magic. They do. Either because the magic from Merlin was what made Hook the Dark One. So either yeah. Hook took all of Merlin's magic and now Merlin is no longer mm. magical or they're going to share that magic. I'll be and, curious to see how that turns and out. And this too. is once upon a time. They can do whatever they I want. Can, they can do anything. I wonder what color magic <laughs> Hooks will be. Mm. Zelina's green. Regina's purple. Mm. Emma's is white. Yeah. Well, Merlin's sometimes. was green. Yeah. No. Merlin. What color magic Merlin had? But everybody has different color magic, which I think is interesting. All right. Merlin. Yes. Episode six. Mm-hmm. At the end of episode six was when we took the Crimson Crown and Henry threw it into Cauldron so we could basically call up Merlin and get his voicemail. Well, now we know why we got his voicemail. Two reasons. First being... At that point, Hook was already a dark one. Mm-hmm. Hook's been a dark one ever since they got back to Storybrooke. Right. About three weeks into Canada. Had it not been a voicemail, and it was the real live and in color, Merlin, he would have outed Hook. That's right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in Merlin's message, what did he say? Who's the only one that can help them? Now. I can't say because I'll start singing it. Nimue. Mm-hmm. So Nimue has to come back now. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because the very last thing that Merlin said is that I, I must, I got to go. The dark ones found me. Now, at the time, I think we took that as more of a, him using a contraction. Mm-hmm. The dark one has found me. Mm-hmm. I think they already told us back in episode six, that there was more than one dark one. And then his message was the dark ones, plural, have found me. Well, and see, honestly, I never really thought it was the dark one has found me. I thought it was Emma and Nimoy. Hmm. In my mind, that's what I, that's I, I, what I thought he meant. I guess that's possible, except for he said that Nimoy was the only one that could help them. Oh, that's true. So she has to come back. So we're going to see Nimue again. And I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But I'm interested to see. So I like that. That was, I had I, thought about that. We went back and we watched it. It's like, hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, you know, at the end of this episode, before we see, right before we see Hook coming out of the ooze, wearing his cape and his guy liner, uh, after the sword changes. And so it says Emma Swan and Killian Jones. Oh, how sweet. They share a sword. Yeah. Yeah. They went to things remembered and had it engraved. (laughs) Um, But she goes from being Emma in her white cape and her white in her blonde hair to Emma in her leather. At that moment, Mm. right when the, right when the sword changes with those two names, we Mm. see her hair pulled back. She looks like Spike instead of sweet Emma. And the names are on the, on the sword. And we find out that she has just enchanted it so that you couldn't see his name. But sure enough, his name is on there. And uh, so that's when her transformation took place because I was kind of wondering the whole time, okay, how'd she go from that to this? 
with the with the costume change. But that was something that automatically happened. Which she didn't take his life. So I wonder why the change happened through the sword. What about what she did made her change physically? Mm. I don't know. I think that we'll have more questions answered in the next episode of Once Upon a Time. But we did not. No, we did not. Episode nine. (laughs) Wasn't that like the colossal (sighs) uh, pulling the rug right out from under us? What? 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 You're going to... Okay, this is what happened. I firmly believe this is what happened. They got together and said, guys, we've got this episode in the can. It's about Merida and her dad and how Arthur really did her wrong. It's really not that great of an episode. So we'll make it a bonus episode. This is what we're going to do. Nobody really watches the show the week before Thanksgiving. Anyway, everybody, except for everybody. What we're going to do is we're going to roll it into. We're going to. We're going to pretend like we're rolling in with episode eight. In fact, we're going to mark it as a two-hour event. Only when you when when people hear that, they're going to think, oh, it's a two-hour episode. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-mm. It was two one-hour episodes mm-hmm. with one tiny, minuscule link together. Yeah, and really Arthur the only link. The, Arthur and Zelina. That, that was, was it. the only link. That was now, it. I'm going to say that I didn't completely downright hate the episode because Red came back. Yeah, I know. We'll get but you a Dad red. Ooh, I get you a red pillowcase. That's the other thing that they said. It's not that great. We're going to roll it in with this other one, but just <laughs> to be sure red. that we don't get too much backlash, <laughs> we got to sprinkle some red in. Yeah, I mean, it was And maybe some Mulan. Yeah, Mulan was great but too. But we got to have red. She, yeah, y'all know how I feel about Merida. And she was back and her mom was back. Her mom's the same age, which is weird. The kids the kids were really dumbfounded by that. How come she looks the same age as her daughter? I was like, so. No, she's not. Don't you see the streak of <laughs> she's white got hair? White. She, mu- she clearly, she must be older. No. Although the actress that plays her is only six years older. Oh, is she? Than the actress Maybe that plays Maybe Elsa Marilyn. got a hold of her. I don't know. That's exactly what happened. She, um, yeah. And so <laughs> we hear all about Merida's story and how her daddy died. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's a. Uh, Again, they picked great actors. Sure they did. I to mean. To play the. The king it, just looked like Fergus. If, he did. I liked the guy that played Fergus. No, I don't I have thought a problem with the actors at all. If that episode would have been an episode that was earlier in the season, right before, maybe right before this one, you know how we saw all the Merida crap. And, and, and if that would have been earlier in the episode or not tied to this one in any way, shape, or form, I wouldn't have hated it as much. But to have such a fantastic episode like episode eight and then to go into that, what it reminded me of, and when you were sitting here talking about it, I was thinking about, and we've talked about this episode, when S.H.I.E.L.D. did the episode with um, with Simmons mm-hmm. in the other part of the world, or in the in the other world, and it was just her and this other dude, and it was totally, it was an agent, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that had absolutely nothing to do with... A complete one-off episode. A complete one-off. Yeah. That's how you do an excellent 
one-off episode. Ooh, I like that. And yes, then when you have this right. one, this is how you don't <laughs> do a one-off episode. They'll be teaching this in universities. <laughs> With your zombie class to the end of time. Yeah, you know, and 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 I think I think that, and I'm not knocking the actors. They did a great job. And like I said, if if that episode would have been by itself, not after such a humongous episode, and like you said, billing it two hours, two hours, two hours. I know in our family we had. Po- I mean, we were ready to go for two hours. The kids had their showers. They had their stuff picked out for the next day. <laughs> we were hunkered down for two hours and once upon a time. And then it was that, and I was like, Ugh. I let you stay up late. That's right on a school night. <laughs> But you know, halfway halfway through it, the kids are like, "Is this is this it? Are we going to see anything else?" And we're like, "I I don't, I don't think so." You know, and we found out that that Mulan came back. Yeah, red. Yeah, that's great. Came back, buddy, in her cool cape. (laughs) Yeah, why the boys were excited? Why I was excited about that? But you know, we saw about wolf. The wolf was cool. Yeah, the wolf was cool. (laughs) But um, we saw the little old the old witch again, and we saw that Mulan was the one that trained Merida to fight. Great casting again, of course. That witch casting is always the bomb. (laughs) And you know, Mulan. I mean, she is a warrior. She trained she trained Merida, and so you know, and that was cool how it all ties in because it always all ties in. And um, Mulan has gotten sidetracked because she lost her love, and so she kind of went down a dark path, and she was basically a, a Boba Fett, and that's not right. She was a... What? Hang on. I'll get it right. What? Yeah, she was a bounty hunter. Wasn't he a bounty hunter? Yes, See, See? I get points for that, I don't think that's what you were trying to... That's exactly what I was trying to say, and I actually said it right. That's what's blowing your mind, is that I got it right. (laughs) Okay, we're going to roll with it. So Mulan is out doing stuff, and she's collecting money and doing all kinds of things. She has a broken heart. She does. She's hurt. And so... And the inability to use pronouns that would define who broke our heart. Then that's okay. We don't We don't need to have <laughs> when, that conversation. When you have yet. small children, that is okay. It's okay. You know, and I don't I don't know how they'll do that. And, and I'm sure that I, they'll handle it well. They have to. It's a family show. I'm... I act... Well, I, what does that mean anymore? Well, that's but a good point. Roseanne was the... Uh, old, uh, uh, pinnacle of family shows, uh, according to a lot of f- folks. But anyway, um, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be something that they explore. I, I and if they do, then it'll be a conversation that we have with our kids. What the red and the Mulan thing? Yeah, or Mulan Rouge, well, as people see, are calling it. <laughs> I didn't even know about any of that, and that's why I don't read things. I'm telling you, because I saw this article on Entertainment Weekly, and I was like, oh, I'll read that. And sure enough, they said that that's what they're going to do. They're going to yeah. explore that. And I would have never even thought, because it, by the end of it, which we don't, we're not going to even talk about the depths or the detail, if you want to. But no. I don't, I, and, it's the story of Merida's father, and he has this magical helmet, and it makes people follow him into battle. And was, was her dad really not a great leader? Is she not going to be a great leader? And Arthur wants the helmet, and Zelina's helping him get the helmet, blah, 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 blah. And well, Arthur and Zelina, the whole thrust of the episode was Arthur and Zelina trying to get this helm, helm, which would help them. In the end, they didn't even get it. No. So it wasn't even like the point of, of connecting it with everything else. Uh, it didn't even achieve their goal. Mm-mm. So I think, like you said, if this episode would have not have aired right after eight, it would have been somewhere along somewhere else in, in the season. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where at this point, I think we're just clamoring so much for answers that 
I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't fit within this. I don't think we would have been happy if it was in anywhere it until we get resolution this episode. of the, if we would have got res if, until we get resolution of the dark swan stuff i don't think this there episode shouldn't be really, anything else i don't think that, this that episode would really work yeah. yeah and if they really wanted this episode to work i mean obviously merida is going to seek out her revenge on arthur and if she isn't the one that does him in then there's something wrong i think she deserves that after what happened uh, him being responsible for her father's death. So I think she needs, I think she deserves that. Do I need to see that? I don't know if I, I care. I think it's all just set up to bring that back Full when she comes around and does what she needs to do. We go, Oh yeah, that's right. Because there was that overly long, unnecessary episode <laughs> <laughs> that With established all all the backstory and facts that led us to this point. Right. And so, so I yeah. get that, but I just don't think it was wrongheaded to put this particular story After where the, they put yeah, it. I would agree with that. Giving us the information that they gave us, I just think that they should have framed it differently. I agree. That's all. I agree. And and so now we know we know where Red's been, you know, because while Granny's diner up and vanished and, and landed in a different world. Red has not been seen, and it turns out she had left. She had talked to Snow. She was going to go find her own kind. She doesn't fit in. And what I was going to say about all— She's a werewolf. I understand that. But what I was going to say in context of this, uh, everyone clamoring for this— well, not necessarily clamoring, but people are all a Twitter, on Twitter and on blogs and wherever, about them introducing and having a same-sex relationship— Uh, on the show and what i would say to that is i don't care i don't don't care care and what i don't understand is why some people care so much about that let it be what it is if you want to believe that that's fine if they're going to do something with that's fine to me it's not a big deal right now if it becomes front and center and they like go into depth about it will i have to have a conversation with my kids yeah absolutely Am I going to be mad at the show for doing that? No, because it's my responsibility as a parent to have this dialogue with my kids and answer any questions that they have. But I guess at the end of the day, all I'm trying to say is I just don't, I just don't care about that. It, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it absolutely needs to have this or it absolutely shouldn't have this as yeah. a family show. That It's neither here nor there to me. Either you have it or you don't. If they want to make that creative decision and do that, that's fine. It's, I I just don't know why it's that big of a deal, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyway. I hear you. (laughs) All that to say, it's not a bigger deal. And the episode wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) Episode nine. Yeah, I didn't like it. Did not like it. But, you know, if we don't ever have to see Merida again, that'll be fine. But, but you're we have right. To. I know. But we have to. I know. She's got to come back and get that resolution. I know. And then maybe she'll disappear through a door like Anna and Elsa did. <laughs> Go back to where she came from. She's got to leave the land. She's got stuff to do. And she's going to hook up with Blue. There's no way that he's not going to, they're not going to end up married. Oh, the, uh, uh, one of the other. The clan's guy. Clan leaders. Mm-hmm. It's because he doesn't wear a shirt. 
Well, he is, he's the manliest out of all of them. <laughs> but she kind of got that little sparkle in her eye when he, you know, stuck mm. up for her at the end. You could see, you're like, mm. And why is she queen? This vexes, this really bugs you. This I know. vexes me so. I don't know. Because... I, I think we should watch Brave again because I don't remember. No, no, Eleanor was the queen. I know Eleanor was the queen, but she was married after to Fergus the queen. Died. But Ber- Fergus didn't die in the Brave movie. No, he didn't. No, no. So she was still queen. So I'm trying to figure out why Merida is queen because Eleanor would have had to abdicate her right. throne, right? Her, her her power, right? Her post, and she did not. That that we've seen. I don't know. We'll have to. I don't know. Maybe I don't under understand enough about the inner workings of Scottish uh, nobility. Why would you? Well, shouldn't I know these things? I I <laughs> I don't know. We should look that up. There has to be. I mean, there has to be some reason. I mean, if you go to Descendants, if you. <laughs> To go down another Disney oh. movie door. Oh, here we go. In Descendants, if they, if they, the Beast, if they bring those kids, will you be done into Once Upon a Time? I'm done. I'm done you're with done. this done. slot. So in Descendants, <laughs> Beast, the king, Beast was the king. He gave Prince Ben his crown when he turned 16. Like that's just what he did. He had to hand over his crown at, to his son at 16. So maybe there's something like that. Maybe. At, I don't know. There's maybe. some maybe it's a Disney law. I don't know why we're putting so much thought into a character that we don't have a lot of love for. The Merida or the mom? Both. I don't know. I thought uh I thought the the lady who played the mom was uh, I don't Eleanor. have a problem with the people yeah. who are playing them. I just don't like the characters. I think the actors are great. I've yeah, always absolutely. thought the actors every actor that's ever been on that show, I mean, gives it four hundred and twelve percent and the co- I mean the costumes and the this okay. and the that. Always magnificent. It, I, I just don't like this. I just didn't like it. I don't like that whole thing. Am I allowed to say like one nice thing about the Bear King? <sighs> yeah, I guess it was over. <laughs> what was your favorite part? The, the end. end. <laughs> no, when she used the ale to talk to her father. Mm. First of all, I don't understand why you sprinkle the ale, which he reprimanded her. Don't be wasting the ale. I would think if you would drink the ale, you would see all sorts of things. Well, yeah. Anyway. No, I, out of the whole episode, I thought that was the sweetest and what best, one of the best acted scenes out of Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time period. Really? Out of all the seasons. I don't know. It was just a very tender moment, very sweet. Well, she got her, her closure. Yes, she got her closure. But I, I really felt the emotion. I really felt that both actors, I didn't see them as actors at that point. I actually saw them as the characters they were playing. And I think that's the hallmark of any performance is when I stop remembering that you're an actor playing a part and I see you as the character that you're playing. I, I, I see you as just that. Then you've done your job. You've done it well. And I really believed those moments there. And so that was nice. Hmm. That was nice. Um, and that's really the only good thing I have to say about that. The wolf was cool. The wolf was cool. It was good to see red. 
Yeah, it's good to see. We need to pick up the red untold story. And I think we're going to do that. There is that novel. I think it was just released a few months ago. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because it's going to explain. She has, I can't remember what we've talked about. You and I have talked about this. Her backstory is the most horrible out of everybody's, I think. Just so sad. Just what she did. She had this man that she loved and she ate him. him. They, you know, and they talked. That was, you know, I guess that was probably my favorite episode is them sitting at the, around the thing being girls talking about boys. Mm -hmm. And Red's like, well, I can't, I can't really give you any advice because I ate, you know, my guy. And they were in Red was, or Mulan was like, yeah, that's kind of, I think you got me beat. You got me beat. But, you know, and it's, it just does make you realize, you know, they're aware of what they do and they're aware of their situation and they can kind of joke about it. But to me, she's just got the saddest story out of all of it to just be in the dark this whole time. She was never, she never knew she was the one that was going out and murdering all these townspeople. And then she chains him up and chains, she's out there with him. And then she's, ah, nom, nom, nom. and then he's gone. And it just, oh, breaks my heart for her. Well, maybe we'll learn more about that. Yeah. We'll go ahead and pick that up and we'll, Book. we'll read that and we'll, maybe do a review of that. Mm, okay. And that might not be a bad idea of something to do once the winter break comes. We've mm, we only got two episodes left before we hit winter break. And I think it doesn't pick back up until March. Yeah. It's, it's the first week of March. Okay. Yeah. So that's quite the, uh, that's a long break hiatus. Yeah. So we'll definitely pick that up. It's going to be interesting because I think once we hit the, uh, second half of the season, we're going to see more of the Greek mythology characters. They've really been playing that up subtly, uh, overt in some instances. We've got, we, we refer to Prometheus, we refer to death, but more importantly, the, oh, the name escapes me. But in the episode, was it episode two when they, the harpy, Mm-hmm. was coming for mm-hmm. Robin. Yeah. And they the, got they, the they character got in the boat. boat. Yeah. Yes. And I, the name escapes me. It's time for me to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also uh, a Greek character. And they mm-hmm. have cast uh, Hercules and Meg. <laughs> Hercules, Meg. Hercules. Uh, Hercules Meg? and Meg and Hades. I th- Meg? I th- well, I think Hades. Meg was the Hercules movie. Disney's version of Hercules. The, the girl in that, or Meg. Oh, it's been forever since I've they, seen the Hercules They cast movie. A, a, a gentleman that, oh gosh, his name escapes me now too. <laughs> Boy, we're Cracker Jacks <laughs> we are. this, aren't we? We are so good they haven't They haven't named the exact character he's going to play other than they've made inferences to the fact that he's going to be probably a, 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 a evil or bad character and probably the next big bad if we're talking about Greek mythology, we're talking about casting Hercules and Meg. It only makes sense that he'd be Hades. Mm. Yeah, I don't like the fact that it's not James Woods. Mm. Yeah. So he vo- he voiced Hades in yeah. Hercules, and he was really good. I'm I like have to James go back Woods, and watch that. but I think a lot of people just think he's just a crazy old man. And in some regards, he is. But that would be really cool to see. Mm. So I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to see a lot of So they've been, a lot of people have been speculating, we're going to see a lot of the underworld uh, in the next uh, half of the, half of the uh, season five. So it's going to be. We're not talking cool. about like. As long as we get out of Camelot, I'll, go ahead and I'll get be out happy. Camelot. I'll care where we go. Oh my this gosh. is as long as we get away 
No more from Camelot. Camelot. Please. Camelot has done you, nothing you, good for these people. They have taken my love for Camelot and <laughs> all things Arthurian it. and have just ground it into a fine dust. I tell you and what. Cast it to I the wind. Once we're done with this whole Camelot arc, we'll sit down with all of your favorite Camelot movies and you can just watch them back to back oh, and get your faith you. built back up in oh, Arthur yes. that he's not some slimy dirt bag. And he's really a nice man with a beautiful little round table. Well, he's the, that's the thing. He's not He's not the nicest man. Well, but he's and not he a slime stuff, ball. But he's not, he's not a Delta Bravo. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a little code. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. There might be kids listening. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be, it's, I think the next half of the season is going to be really good. And so, so after the next two episodes, I think we're going to maybe do some additional episodes. We, I don't think we'll just wait and not record anything until March. I think there's, there's some things that I want to try, some things I want to do. And definitely one of the things I want to do is bring the kids on. And I think that'll be a lot of fun, kind yeah. of get them into the mix and kind of get the, their opinions and thoughts on the first half of the season. So I think maybe after these next two episodes, uh, somewhere during we'll Christmas break. We'll do a roundtable. We'll do a roundtable. Somewhere during Christmas break, we'll say, hey, we'll sit down. We'll all just have a conversation and talk about the first half of the season, uh, what we thought, where we think it's going to go, what we think uh, went wrong, what what we would have liked to have seen, what we like to see. I'm kind of interested and slightly nervous mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to see what they say, especially that one in particular. And you know who I'm talking about. Marilla. I, I wasn't going to name her name just yet. <laughs> but yes, you never know what's going to yeah, come, gonna out, come out, of out of her mouth. Come out of that child's mouth, 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 mouth. He's, she can't, she's a little frightening. A little scary. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. What do you yeah. think? No, I think I think that's a good idea. We'll we'll put put the first half, half of the year in, in the Do a books. retrospective? Yeah, I yeah. like that. We'll have our round table. And, uh, you know, some of the other things I was thinking about is maybe go back into the vault. And mm-hmm. if there's like a favorite episode that we have from any season, maybe do that. Hmm. Or at some point, we may just go back and start from the beginning mm-hmm. and revisit. It'd be once upon a time revisited. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Lots of different possibilities. That being said, we'd like help. And hearing from you guys as to what you might want to hear. Yeah. Because maybe you've heard it all and you said, no, there's so many other commentaries out there. We don't need to talk about any old episodes over again. Let's not do that. Well, and we can talk about, I I would like to read, we, we, or I think we ordered, we're ordering that red book when we get the pillowcase. Yes. I don't know if you looked at the order. Surprise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we'll read the red book too, because like I said, her story is just the one that just, it's, the worst story to me. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a couple of graphic novels yeah. that Marvel put out. We have one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have the other. That that would be good to review as well. Yeah, I think so. So we'll do that. Yeah. So hit us up on Twitter at once uponeth, or you can email me, Josh at nthcast.com, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>